As tensions rise with Eastern Europe, individual nations are seemingly trapped in making decisions on where they stand with Russia and the Ukraine standoff. There are 44 nations that make Europe, 51 if sub-regions are added. Thousands of souls wait daily, hoping for a glimpse of tomorrow. The Lord's coming can happen any day. Revelation 16, 15 through 21 of the Complete Word Study Bible says, Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. This is the Avino.info podcast brought to you by the Avino.info blog author and senior pastors of Living Church Ministries International, Bishop Demetrix and Pastor Pauline Roscoe. Today's topic is blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments. Not every doctrine contains the same point of view of biblical readiness, nor is there a clear message to awaken to the call of the Messiah in spiritual readiness. Just as the Persian queen Esther prepares herself for her king, her wardrobe was crucial because for the first time, Esther revealed her true identity. Queen Esther wore Hebrew, priestly, Jewish attire. Queen Esther knew that she could die entering without permission, so she stood at the door of King Ahasuerus' court. It was the king himself who summoned her. The reality for one's attire indicates how you see yourself, and Queen Esther's clothing spoke with the voice of an ambassador, introducing the presence for a greater king. Just as Esther wore a priestly garment on the day she entered King Ahasuerus' court, her ecclesiastical dress demanded respect, for she wore the sacred covering as prophetess of Adonai. John the Baptist's clothes spoke to the Prince of Humility. Yeshua, the Messiah's clothes on Calvary, spoke to Christ's poverty. 2 Corinthians 8 and 9 of the Amplified, For you are becoming progressively acquainted with and recognizing more strongly and clearly the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, His kindness, His gracious generosity, His undeserved favor, and spiritual blessing, in that though He was so very rich, yet for your sakes He became so very poor, in order that by His poverty you might become enriched, abundantly supplied. When our clothes are filthy and stained, clothing became an important issue with Joshua. Adonai rebuked Satan concerning Joshua representing the God of the Jews after wearing unfit clothing. Keep garments clean by guarding your clothes against stains. Zechariah 3 and 3 through 7 of the Amplified. Now Joshua was clothed with filthy garments and was standing before the angel of the Lord. And he spoke to those who stood before him saying, Take away the filthy garments from him. And he said to Joshua, Behold, I have caused your iniquity to pass from you, and I will clothe you with rich apparel. And I, Zechariah said, let them put a clean turban on his head. So they put a clean turban on his head and clothed him with rich garments. And the angel of the Lord stood by, and the angel of the Lord solemnly and earnestly protested and affirmed to Joshua, saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts, If you will walk in my ways and keep my charge, then also you shall rule my house and have charge of my courts, and I will give you access to my presence and places to walk among those who stand here. The message to Joshua was, Obedience to Adonai is the key. You shall rule my house and have charge of my courts, and I will give you access to my presence. So what the Lord is saying in the book of Revelations is that in the spirit realm, there is an essence from God's presence. A saint who keeps the word of God near to their heart shall walk with me in white because they are worthy. If Yeshua wants to put emphasis on the new teachings on grace, here is the perfect place for it. But Jesus Christ of Nazareth isn't talking about grace here. He is talking about walking with God in a white garment. They are deemed worthy by the Lord to walk with Adonai, God of the universe, and the God of salvation. 
Any person who walks with this mighty king will be a conquering success. He will empower you if you let him. And if the new grace is a proper doctrine, why doesn't our Lord and Savior ever say what they say? Revelation 3, 4 of the Amplified, But you still have a few people in Sardis who have not soiled their clothes, that is, contaminated their character and personal integrity with sin. And they will walk with me dressed in white, because they are worthy, righteous, and deserving. Yeshua is helping us by empowering us to stand against the enemies of our faith. We are victorious only in His strength, as we are obedient to His commandments and to living a life led by the Holy Spirit. Romans 8, 1-2 of the Amplified Therefore there is now no condemnation, no guilty verdict, no punishment for those who are in Christ Jesus, who believe in Him as personal Lord and Savior. For the law of the Spirit of life which is in Christ Jesus, the law of our new being, has set you free from the law of sin and of death. Revelation 3 and 5 of the Amplified Thus shall he who conquers is victorious, be clad in white garments, and I will not erase or blot out his name from the book of life. I will acknowledge him as mine, and I will confess his name openly before my Father and before his angels. Revelation 19, 6-8 of the Amplified reads, After that I heard what sounded like the shout of a vast throng, like the boom of many pounding waves, and like the roar of terrific and mighty peals of thunder, exclaiming, Hallelujah! Praise the Lord! For now the Lord our God, the Omnipotent, the All-Ruler reigns. Let us rejoice and shout for joy, exulting and triumphant. Let us celebrate and ascribe to him glory and honor. For the marriage of the Lamb at last has come, and his bride has prepared herself. She has been permitted to dress in fine, radiant linen, dazzling and white. For the fine linen is, or signifies, represents, the righteousness, the upright, just, and godly living, deeds and conduct, and right standing with God, of the saints, God's holy people. The Greek word for watch or alert used in scripture means to arise, arouse, to watch, to refrain from sleep. It was transferred in meaning from the physical to the moral religious sphere. In Matthew 26, 38, 40, and 41, it denotes attention in Mark 13 and 34 to God's revelation or to the knowledge of salvation in 1 Thessalonians 5 and 6, a mindfulness of threatening dangers which, with conscious earnestness and an alert mind, keeps it from all drowsiness and all slackening in the energy of faith and conduct. Matthew 26 and 40, Mark 14 and 34, 37 and 38, 1 Thessalonians 5 and 6, 1 Peter 5 and 8. The Greek word for keep is used in scripture, a warden or a guard, to keep an eye on, watch, and hence to guard, keep or obey particularly to watch, observe attentively, keep the eyes fixed upon, in Revelation 1 and 3, keeping for the fulfillment of the prophecy, in 22 and 7 and 9, Ecclesiastes 11 and 4, and Proverbs 23 and 26, figuratively, to obey, observe, keep, fulfill a duty, a precept, law, custom, or custom meaning to perform watchfully, vigilantly, as in Matthew 19 and 17, John 14 and 15, and 21, 15 and 10, 1 Timothy 6 and 14, and 1 John 2, 3 through 4, taken from the Complete Word Study Bible Dictionary. Revelation 3 and 14 through 17 of the Complete Word Study Bible. And unto the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write, These things saith the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou wert cold or hot. So then, because thou art lukewarm, and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. 
because thou sayest, I am rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing and knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. Revelation 17, 9 through 11 of the Amplified Classic, this calls for a mind to consider that is packed with wisdom and intelligence. It is something for a particular mode of thinking and judging of thoughts, feelings, and purposes. The seven heads are seven hills upon which the woman is sitting, and they are also seven kings, five of whom have fallen, one still exists and is reigning. The other, the seventh, has not yet appeared, and when he does arrive, he must stay, but a brief time. And as for the beast that once was, but now is no more, he himself is an eighth ruler, a king, head, but he is of the seven and belongs to them, and he goes to perdition. Next week's blog, The Ten-Horned Beast Over Europe. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Avenu.info blog podcast. Special thanks to our authors, Bishop Demetrix and Pastor Pauline Roscoe, and to our editor, Val Gunter. We ask you to help us with a gift of any size. Many lives are being changed worldwide by this ministry. Contributions can be mailed to 401 Omega Street South, Birmingham, Alabama 35205, or visit avenu.info and click on the donate button to make a secure payment with your debit card, credit card, or PayPal account. Thank you in advance for your giving. Always walk blessed in the strong name of Jesus.